Welcome to the wonderful world of wine. We are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. Our program is supported by Franklin Public Radio, and you can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the wonderful world of wine. We are Mark and Kim. How are you today, Kim? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much, Mark. I'm enjoying some warmer weather here. The warmer weather is here and the rosé weather has started. (laughs) It's a good time in the wine world for sure. It is rosé weather. It is Aperol spritz weather. It is all of those wonderful things that uh, we sort of, sometimes we don't like to talk about seasonality of wine, but there still really kind of is that excitement. I feel like when you change seasons and you can get ready for new styles, whether you're breaking out the port for the the cold winter night by the fire or excited about the new uh, vintages of rosé that is that are coming into the market. So I, for one, love warmer weather so that we can do that. Yeah. Start chilling the wine. That's right. Getting them ready. All right. So we have a interesting topic today, Kim, something we wanted to get to a while ago. And I was hoping that I was going to be able to host this type of event with you, but I ended up doing it on my own. And we want to talk about Cheez-Its and wine pairing. This was something that came about in 2020. It was a partnership with House Wines, who's owned by Precept Brands and Cheez-Its. Did you see them, Kim, when they introduced it into the box stores? I did. They had like this combo pack, right? Yeah. Where it was their box of wine with a box of Cheez-Its. And yeah, it was like this massive package on on the counter, but it really made a big statement, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was a classic partnership and being sold in club stores, the big club store. So it had the big jumbo three liter box of wine with the big box of Cheez-Its. And then we thought maybe it was just this one thing, but they actually had seven wines and seven different Cheez-Its that they recommended to go with the wines. Mm -hmm. And because it came out during COVID, we never really explored it. But recently I did a wine club event and we featured this. It was one of the more messier tastings because you had to figure out how to put all these Cheez-Its in front of people, seven types of Cheez-Its with seven different wines. So you actually did all the different varieties that they mentioned on their graphic because they put together this really nice graphic in their blog and on their website about this variety of Cheez-It goes with this type of wine. And it was very well done. It was simple and it was easy to understand understand. And I'm very impressed that you were able to put that, all those different flavors with all the different wines together. Yeah, it was a nice infographic. The The challenging part was to find all the, the Cheez-Its mm-hmm. and looked like a fool buying all the different uh, boxes. <laughs> I Actually, you'll laugh, Kim, because I wrote Kellogg's and I said, geez, I'm going to host this event. Maybe I get something, you know, some free Cheez-Its oh, yeah. or something. Totally. It's just too big. And they just say, here's a dollar off coupon. But uh, I used it. So it helped out. That would have been the best if they had like sent you, even just sent you sample packs for all yeah, of them. Just that would have been wonderful. I always try, but. I know you do. Help. Didn't help. So like you were saying, the great infographic, they had picture of a glass and then they tell you the style of wine and then a little picture of the one single Cheez-It and the flavor to to pair with it. And what I thought we would start with just briefly mentioning to our listeners or revisiting food pairing, because I I found it 
when I did the class to put a little information about food pairing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about it many times. So I thought just briefly, things you should think of when you're thinking about the wine would be alcohol, body, acidity, tannins, and sweetness when you're thinking of the wine. And the things you would consider from the food would be its saltiness, that fattiness of it, uh, again, acid, sweetness, and spice. And anytime I'm saying anything stupid here, Kim, you uh, please correct me. And I like to go by a few things. And this is what I was kind of talking about when I was doing this pairing. Sweet wine likes salt, uh, spice, and sweet food. Mm. Acidic wine likes fat, acid, and salt. Tannic wine likes fat mm-hmm. and alcohol likes fat. And that's like my whole basic spiel on how I kind of go by pairing food and wine. Very just basic things. And I have an addition okay. to your list, which actually worked out pretty well when I was doing my Cheez-It pairing at home um, with my unwilling participant, my husband, <laughs> who also got to give me his take on some of uh, our Cheez-It and wine pairings. And that is to think about the weight and the yes. sort of the um, intensity of both the wine and the food. And when I do pairings, I pay attention to all of those textural and flavor things that you brought up, which is a great list because, you know, you kind of go down. These are the things that are in the wine and these are the things in the food. And this is how they like to go together. But I also like to pay attention to lighter foods with lighter wines, heavier foods with heavier wines. And sometimes you do sort of get into this situation where you have a food that is too heavy for the wine and then it completely masks what it is that you're drinking and then vice versa, where sometimes you have a wine that is very gutsy and very powerful and maybe overwhelms a really delicate food. It was very interesting to put it into practice for snack food, which I will admit that sometimes, you know, if it's not nine o'clock at night and I am watching a Red Sox game and I have a bottle of wine open and I got a box of Cheez-Its open, I'm going to have a little bit of both. <laughs> right, right. But I, I haven't necessarily, because my 15-year-old my really does love Cheez-Its, I was but I've never thought you, about the pairing you and before. the husband both like, did you like Cheez-Its before? I mean, at, there we buy the big box at, uh, you know, at the... <laughs> at yeah. Costco or BJ's yeah. or wherever we happen to be going. And yes, Liam really likes them. So, you know, if they're open, we will take a good handful of crackers. But I've never thought about the pairing of that particular type of snack food with wine. So I'm probably more often going to pair it with a beer than I am with a wine. Right. So this made a very interesting experiment because it's honestly not something that I ever have paid any type of attention to. I'm more often going to be paying attention to a wine and like wine and popcorn or wine and particular types of cheese or, you know, something like that. But certainly not um, not Cheez-Its. But this was cool. This was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was the first for me, too, when when doing it. So uh but my kind of thinking was that, you know, when I was thinking how this is their rec- recommendations, but what would I think of? And I was thinking like, all right, because it's salty, I would think a sweet or acidic wine because it's fatty cheese. You know, they say it's real cheese, which I, I don't know, but I would think like tannins or acid or alcohol. And then some of the versions of the cheese, it's had a little spice. Yeah. So I was thinking sweet. So okay. when I was doing there recommendations, I thought we could kind of say, this is what they did, but this is what I wish we would really worked, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the problem with our alternatives to their 
chips and their suggestions. The house wine company only makes like major varietals. So they weren't coming up with any extreme type of wines because they don't make them. So I thought it would be fun if we could just add, this is what they said, but I thought this would have worked better. Yeah. So what I did, so I bought a mixed pack of different kinds of Cheez-Its. So I only had three different flavors of Cheez-Its to work with. So you probably had a little bit more of variety, but I tried all of the ones that I had with five different styles of wine. So I went more, I guess I kind of went more in the in the direction of generic. Like this is what happens when you have a Chardonnay. This is what happens yeah. when you have a rosé. And this is what happens when you have a light red versus a heavy red. So I went a little bit more, okay. no, that's I think, good. broad so, on my wines. Yeah. But it was a... um. Yeah, it was it was pretty so interesting. You had, so in other words, you had three of the ones of the seven on the list. Yes. Plus you had four others that weren't on the list, types of Cheez-Its. Or three right. Others. So I, I only was able to taste three different types of Cheez-Its with my wines. Okay. So, but three of them were on their list? Yes. Okay. So tell me the first one of the three. We'll go through those three first. Sure. And then we'll hit all the other ones. So I, of course, had regular Cheez-Its because I feel like that's probably the easiest for everybody to get their hands on. Um, And then we had the 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 original. original. Yes. So the original Cheez-Its. Yeah. I had the white cheddar ones, which I personally like a lot. And then we had Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its, which I had never had before. So those were sort of fun. White, the original. and Okay. So let's start with the original. Mm Mm-hmm. Cheese it, and they recommended a red blend. And I did the tasting, and then I forgot to actually check what was in the red blend because there's so many, Uh, as we discussed. And I did look it up. The house red blend is 57% cab, 23% Syrah, 19% Merlot, and 1% Petit Verdot. So it's a pretty heavy red blend. Yeah. And I did one of those as well. So my heaviest wine was a I just want to check. You didn't use any house wines, right? No, I didn't. Okay. Me either. (laughs) I did not use that brand. I used a variety of things. Yeah. Yeah, I was more focused on like, I want to do the style of wine as opposed to I want to focus on any particular brand. I just feel like, I mean, we're already focusing on the brand of the cracker. So, you know, let's make the wine part of it maybe a little bit easier. Yeah. I just went with, if they said red blend, I used red blend, but I didn't use their red blend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Great. So what did you use? So I used a Bordeaux. I used a Bordeaux blend that was, I think it was about 45% Merlot, had a nice big dollop of Cabernet Sauvignon, but was a little more tannic. It definitely had some oak influence to it. So I felt like having those components in the wine was what I was looking for for my red blend. So I was a little bit less concerned about what are the grape varieties in here and more full body. Does it have good tannins and does it have some oak flavor to it. So that was actually one of the things that I was looking for. So I have to ask you, this is one thing I kind of walked people through when I did it and I I thought I had to, Mm -hmm. is how I thought it should be paired. Like I said, take a sip of the wine, Uh, take a nibble of the chip, take a sip of the wine. Did you kind of go by that mentality? Yeah. So I feel like we probably went a little bit back and forth where sometimes we tasted. So when I tasted through all of my wines first, just to make sure that they were sound and they weren't off, they weren't too old. Sometimes I would taste the wine first. Sometimes I already knew that the wine was fine so that I had 
a cheese it first and then I had a sip of the wine and then I had a cheese it. But we, we went back and forth. It was like, right. have some wine, have a cheese it, have a little bit more wine, have a little bit more cheese it. So we really kind of did this back and forth between the food and the wine so that we could get the full sensation of this is what the wine is telling me. This is what the wine is all about. And then this is what the cracker is telling me. So first impression when you did it, were you surprised how it paired or I was a little, little surprised. I, I have to say this was a disappointing pairing for me, which was not what I was expecting. We did lightest to heaviest as far as the whites went, uh, as far as the wines went, which is my, you know, normal progression when I'm doing pairings or tastings or whatever. I start with the lightest wine in my lineup and then I progressively work into the heaviest of the wines. So we were, we knew we were going to end with the Bordeaux. And I was a little bit disappointed that the cheese it kind of brought out some of the more textural elements of the wine but didn't highlight any of the the flavor parts that I was looking for. So I felt for the original, you know, your regular old Cheez-Its, it really brought out the acidity of the wine. And, you know, frankly, this is a wine that has high acidity and high tannins. That is just the nature of a Bordeaux. But yeah. it brought out the acidity and it it highlighted the tannins and it didn't really do anything to benefit the flavor of the wine. My husband think- had a very interesting comment on it in that he thought that the wine made the Cheez-It taste more meaty, like a savory, almost like cured meat kind of a thing. And I think that that is not an unusual takeaway from something like this, because you have a wine that can accentuate those umami characteristics of a food. And I think that that's what was going on here, where you have all those sort of cheesy flavors. And so the wine itself was like drawing out that savoriness. So when he got when he was like, oh, this tastes like like a cured sausage. I'm like, oh, this is you're getting all umami. Like I'm getting tannins and acidity and you're getting umami. So it was this interesting, like less about the flavor and more about the textural element of the pairing, which I thought was sort of an interesting takeaway. Yeah. And funny that we pretty much had the same feedback on this because and it's funny you started, we started with this, the original, because of all the seven I did, I felt that this pairing that they suggested with the red blend was the most overpowering where the wine overtook the cheese it than mm. any of the others. Mm. Because I felt that the red blend was just too heavy for the cheese it. And I yeah. wasn't like you're saying, you weren't getting into the elements of the chip. Whereas a lot of the other ones, they were just kind of balanced. You weren't getting any chip yeah. or cheese it. You weren't getting any wine. You were, It was a good balance. With this, like your husband was saying, like you find it, it just overpowered. I think the wine, the red blend was just too heavy too heavy so you got more, more wine less chip yeah my note was it okay. just totally yeah. overpowered the cheese it and i wanted a lighter body you know yep. and I'm, so i'm interested i had some notes of what i thought would have worked better did you mm-hmm. have one that you thought worked best with this particular cheese it yeah um different wines did different things to it the ones that i liked the best were the ones that sort of enhanced the toastiness of the cheese it and i'm one of those people who really likes you know what every once in a while you get the overdone one yeah where it's like well, almost burned i like those cheese yeah that was one of the parents <laughs> they had it was extra. i know toasty. i saw that on yeah. the graphic yeah. so it's like oh the extra toasty cheese it's i really like those i mean i'm a that's just that's just how I roll. But I had a couple of pairings that the wine itself maybe got a little bit lost, but what it did was accentuate that toastiness of the cheese it. I liked those pairings the best with the original. So, yeah. And those tended to be lighter. So, uh, one of my whites and my rosé went in that direction. So, I had a 
you want me to tell you what the wines were that I had? No, oh, I don't. Let's, we just need just varietals is good. Okay. I, instead of it, no, no, no. That's so, what I mean. Do you want me to tell yeah. you the other styles of wine that I had? Whatever you thought worked best. Yeah. So I had a, an off dry prosecco, which I kind of liked with the regular one, and I had a rosé, which the wine was completely overwhelmed by the cheese it by the regular cheese it. But again, it was another one of those that made the cheese it kind of more, for lack of a better term, more cheese it y. If yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. So it yeah. really accentuated the flavor of the food. Yeah. The, the original, I just thought something light. And, and I was just sticking light red because they recommended red blend. But mm-hmm. I thought like a Pinot would have just worked a little better. Mm-hmm. Little, little better. And yep. you mentioned the toastiness. So, and I know you didn't have the Cheez-It, but they recommend extra toasty Cheez-Its with Sauv Blanc. And I thought mm. that really worked because of the acidity. And you okay. mentioned you had a Prosecco and how you like that with the yeah. original. Prosecco would also work very well with the extra toasty. Yeah, that's, it totally did this. It totally did that. Yeah, it, absolutely. And even your friend Champagne, you know, that <laughs> toastiness that you would get probably from, be even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a little bit of fat, a little bit of toastiness. Yeah, totally. But in a, in a way you did both. So mm-hmm. so that was a good thing. You're listening to The Wonderful World of Wine, and we are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone. Our program is supported by Franklin Public Radio in Franklin, Massachusetts. And you can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine, past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can find more information about Mark at his website, franklinlickers.com, and more about myself at commonwealthwineschool.com. So we are talking today about a really fun uh, food and wine pairing experiment that is maybe a little bit lighter <laughs> than some of our other food and wine pairing chats, where we paired a variety of wines with a variety of Cheez-Its. That's right. You can pair snack food and wines and sometimes come up with unexpectedly wonderful pairings. So we've already talked about the, uh, the ori- is that what the original? Is that what yep, the original? Those regular old Cheez-Its that, you know, everybody sort of has in their cupboards. But then we have all of these other flavors that they've come out with over the last few years. And Mark, you did a tasting with seven different types of Cheez-Its. Is that correct? Yeah. Seven different. Seven different types. I was not so fortunate. I was only able to do three different types of Cheez-Its and was able to rope in my other partner in crime, who is my husband, who also likes to eat and drink just as much as I do. And we've already spoken about the uh, the regular ones. And my second category of Cheez-Its was the white cheddar ones, which I really do kind of like these. Um, so these are, you know, these have been on the market for a while. And as I was saying before the break, I did five different, pretty different styles of wine. So I had a I had an off dry prosecco. I had a chardonnay with a little bit of oak to it. I had a dry rosé, and then I had two reds. I had just a light red and then a heavier red. And I feel like the combinations were very different from each other. I was surprised at how varied I got, you know, sort of a flavor sensation where, you know, some things that I thought were going to go really well together didn't and then other things really made a, an impression. So it was uh, this was a fun experiment. So they had recommended white cheddar cheese it with rosé, and you did have a rosé. Did you think it worked? I did not. I really? actually did not have a great experience with rosé and any of my cheese its. Frankly, wow. What the, great as I was said the before rose. the break, the my rosé made the regular cheese it kind of more cheese it y, yeah. but the wine either completely 
lost its personality or they kind of neutralized each other. And frankly, the white cheddar and the rosé was the weirdest combination of the, you know, 15 that we did. So what I even I wrote, I just I wrote weird combo and it accentuated the floral notes of the wine, but it also highlighted the bitter notes of the wine as well. So it was just sort of a bizarre combination. What was the grape in the rosé? It was, so this was a Provencal blend. Okay. So, so there was some Grenache, some Senso. It was your Southern rosé. Yeah, interesting, because I also used French rosé, but I used Bordeaux. So it was more Merlot cab blend. Yeah. But I thought the acid with the cheese, it balanced pretty well. And okay. w- would you think that the white cheddar is a softer cheese than the, like the original it's softer but it has like a almost like an acidic bite to it yeah like there's exactly. something a More little acid. i don't want to say funky but there is something that is just, I think, different about the white cheddar. It's almost more like it's been dusted with that, you know, shaker Parmesan cheese. Yeah. It's more of that sort of a style. So I feel like it's a higher acid sort of an experience as far as the cheese it goes. That's exactly what I got. I yeah. knocked down acid, and, acid, but I thought it was it was an okay balance. Nothing really overpowered one or the other. So yeah, so I had I, think- I honestly had two winners in my my pairing combos. Yeah for this cheese it my chardonnay so i had i had a french chardonnay that had a little bit of oak on it and it was really a pretty good pairing and this kind of brings me back to so i like cheddar popcorn and when i have cheddar popcorn i do find that it goes very nicely with a buttery chardonnay because you have that combo of the butter is similar the texture is similar there's sometimes there's that you get like a popcorn kind of a note sometimes in some chardonnays if they have oak barrel aging so this is one of those examples of like you put similar things together and they highlight each other so i feel like the same concept was at work with this pairing for me it was almost like having a Chardonnay with some buttery popcorn. So I really liked the pairing of the Chardonnay and the white cheddar popcorn. Can I guess the second one that worked? Sure. Was it Prosecco? No, it was the light red. I'm shocked. Which was was the best wine for my entire pairing. I had a a Cabernet Franc. It was very light bodied. Acidic? And it went with everything. Wow. Was it a lot of acidity to it? Yes. Wow. Yeah. But like it just, they both, I don't know, they worked. I, I think maybe maybe because the cheese was a little bit of a, a little acidic, and so they highlighted each other, and it made the wine the wine taste fruitier and sweeter and brighter, and just everything and worked really worked together. With it, was, the original, it was awesome. It worked with the original and the extra toasty too. So it was fine with the original, it but it worked really really well with both the white cheddar and the cheddar jack. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah like I'm I'm team the... light red wine for my cheese. It's now going forward. Nice. Let's talk about the Cheddar Jack, because that was one that they recommended to work with Cab. Okay. Cheddar Jack, a combination Monterey Jack and Cheddar. Mm -hmm. I thought, again, it kind of tanning kind of overpowered, I thought, the Cabernet I used. I thought it didn't really pair that well. Did What did you say again that you thought paired well with this? Cabernet Franc. Yeah, see, so So it's not as tannic, So it's like you got the flavor of the Cabernet Sauvignon, but not the weight of the Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. 
So I it was just, it was so nice. My notes say nice match exclamation point with a little star. So it was probably the best match of all of them. I said balanced, fruity, savory, nice lingering flavor. It was really good. And I made a note on the Cheddar Jack that I, I wanted some fizz. And I wrote down a note of like a, a Moscato Diasti, a little sweetness or a Lambrusco. Mm, I, wanted... I bet Lambrusco would be lovely, honestly. I like how when try stuff, we think of other things, but yeah. it seems like what they were recommending was based on what they sell, not what probably really oh, well, works. I'm... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, this was a marketing thing for them. Yeah. So of course, that's what they were doing. Well, it's, it's interesting, but it was though. But it was fun. I was sort of disappointed, honestly, about the rosé not matching really well with any of them. Because I think I feel like rosé and snack food, like every, it's all like low key and you're not thinking too much about it and you don't want to stress too much about it but you want still to have a really nice experience and i was a little disappointed that like the low key wine and the low key snack didn't really go together very well so let's just briefly mention the other four that they had in their nice infographic there's an extra cheesy cheese it mm. that they said to pair with pinot grigio now this one Extra cheesy to me, when I hear that, I'm thinking, oh, it's extra fatty, maybe a little bit more acid. Surprisingly, I, I took a note and I said it was balanced, but I think I had a more a Pinot Grigio that had a little bit more weight to it, more body to it. Okay. But I really would have used something like your Chardonnay, something maybe that has a little hints of a creaminess or something with a malolactic, even a red that had some mallow that had some something going on or something that was aged on its leaves to give it a little bit more to cut through the extra cheese. Yeah. And I think that makes sense. And that cheese, it is extraordinarily cheesy. Like it gets all over your fingers. It's it's very, very intense. Then they mentioned Cheez-It Duos, which they have all these different, you know, I wasn't really privy to it, but there's one called, it's a it's a shop cheddar and Parmesan. They call mm-hmm. it a duo. And they recommended that with Chardonnay. And I used the Burgundy for this and it was pretty balanced. It, it, yeah. it did work, but I felt yeah. like it would have been better with something with more acid. And I made a note that I thought Sangiovese or Chianti would have worked with this type oh, of Oh, so you would have Jesus. moved into the red wine realm. Yeah. I felt I need a little bit more acid. I felt like okay. I wanted red, something yeah. a little in. Yeah, I would just... agree with that because so my Chardonnay was also a Burgundy. I had a Puy Fuisse that had, you know, that little bit of oak and a little bit of butteriness. But most of my pairings, either the wine was a little bit too light and the the flavor of the cheese it kind of overwhelmed or that butteriness of the wine was what was enhanced when I paired them together. So I think you're probably on the right track. I think that would have, the burgundy would have worked definitely. Yeah. I mean, it was a fine, it was fine. You know, it wasn't off-putting or anything. It was, I I think it was one of the better wines to pair with a variety of things. Then they had another cheese it grooves. It was another line. They have duos and grooves and they had a zesty ranch and they recommended that with Malbec. Ooh, and never this was the ranch. This was the first, you know, cheese it that had texture, real texture. You know, the grooves kind of it made me think of the chip pairing where, you know, you have we're playing with the texture. They said Malbec and I thought it needed uh, more of a, not only heavier grape, but something in the more red fruit range than like blueberry lighter red fruits from of Malbec. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it worked because it was kind of nothing was really overpowering, but I would have really liked something heavy, maybe something even with more alcohol like a Zinfandel. Oh, interesting. I thought, 
would have. So you finally found a cheese that that actually goes with a big heavy red. Yeah, because I thought the alcohol maybe cut through that ranch, but then I was thinking maybe I should have, you know, thought of something spicy to bring out the ranch. Mm. What would you use for a wine, Kim, to bring out ranch? I don't know. So I have only just recently uh, decided that ranch can be in my life because I've never liked ranch before. Really? Like no ranch dressing? No, no ranch chips. really never. But I did have... But if it was, had, on, say it was on a salad, just a garden no, salad with ranch. No, the only thing I had ever liked ranch with was like dipping certain fried things in. And that was it. Like uh, never, never, never yeah. did a, a, you know, a buffalo wing with ranch or whatever. But I had something the other night that was from a small caterer and they had a homemade ranch and it was really, really delicious. So now Just, I'm thinking, hey, I could be a, a ranch convert, so were you but I don't have any wine? experience with pairing wines with no. ranch because I've never really eaten it. So, well, you must have. What were you thinking of when you had that one the other day? Were you thinking, geez, this would work with? Or you? I had so I had a glass of rosé with my vegetables dipped in ranch dressing, and that was actually quite it's nice. Okay, I think the, it needs acidity. It yeah. Needs, it, and this was a to... high acid. So this was another Southern French rosé, a little bit on the fruitier side, but still had that really nice, bright acidity. So I can imagine something like Sauvignon Blanc because ranch has a lot of herbs in it. The base is usually buttermilk, which is high in acid anyway. It's almost more like yogurt and dill and parsley and like things like that. So I would lean towards something high acid, but also something to highlight that herbal element. So I would go with either Sauvignon Blanc or one of those like highly herbaceous Italian white grape varieties like, you know, Vermentino and things like that. I agree with the Sa Blanc because that's what I think of, you know, ranch on salad. Yeah. And I think that's an easy one, you know, to get people to, you know, to find and sort of wrap your brain around because a lot of people understand what the flavors are for Sauvignon Blanc. So I think that that would be a, a good first step for ranch novices like myself. Yeah, and they I, they kind of think they should have swapped the Malbec with the extra toasty and the Sauv Blanc to the grooves. Yeah. Kind of might have. Yeah. Right. And I, during the event, I was telling the people, you know, try different things. You had seven wines in front of you, try them with different chips, see what worked. Mm-hmm. No one really said that there, any of the pairings were horrible. It was interesting. It all just seemed it worked. And I think people were more surprised that, yeah, you can do this. And so when we, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> hear, yeah, when we hear all these crazy, try this with that, there actually is something out there in the wine world that will pair with pretty much everything we eat or want to try, right? I mean, it's crazy. Did you do any sort of poll of your group as far as like what favorites were out there? As we were doing them, I would just say, do people think this or Like works? raise your hand? Yeah. And then I would, yeah. what do you think? And people would say, yeah, it works or I didn't like it or things like that. But it was just too many Cheez-Its and too many wines. To really, <laughs> That's a lot of wine know, and a lot of Cheez-Its. Like you, you had five, six wines and three different Cheez-Its. There was unlimited possibilities, yeah. right? And, and after a while, the Cheez-It kind of all blends. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. glad that I only did 15 combinations. <laughs> I mean, it looks like you probably did closer to 40 combinations. So yeah. that's a lot. We're that's still a lot. eating but, Cheez-Its. But still yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, we're still eating the Cheez-Its. But, so uh, now I know, you know, bust out a bottle of Pinot Noir every time I want to have Cheez-Its because apparently for our palates in our family, light reds and a variety of Cheez-Its. <laughs> Yeah. Go really well. <laughs> I think that's a great tip. Even or even just a sparkling. 
I think works with all of them too pretty well. So yeah, not bad. I mean, I would say two out of my three. The sparkling wine was good. The the only, I mean, the only bad thing that I said about the cheddar jack with the prosecco was that the wine got a little bit lost. Were you thinking when the pairings like regular cheese, or were you thinking totally different because you were worried about the snack type component? Well, I knew what cheese it's I had before I picked the wines for them. Because I knew that I could get a variety of wines, but I was more concerned about, do I really want to buy seven different boxes of Cheez-Its? So I went with the snack packs. So it was more basing it around. I wanted to have distinct styles of wine to go with the different types of of Cheez-Its. So that was my thinking as I was doing my pairings. That's why I was hitting up Cheez-Its for the the Kellogg's company for the, (laughs) the coupons. And you know the history? Like 1921 is when Cheez-Its were invented. 1921, I think it was. Cheez-Its are 100 years old, really? Yeah, and it went through, I want to say two or three companies before Kellogg's bought it in 2001. You know, I I had a whole history thing when I was doing the event. (laughs) I was surprised, but was it Sunshine or Sunrise? The little, looked like a little. Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine Sunshine. was the original. That was the brand. I remember them when I was a kid. Actually, I do too. And then uh, they got bought by Kellogg's, I believe, or someone okay. else after them. But yeah. Well, I have to say, we had never had the Cheddar Jack ones before. And we opened our little baggies of them and we tasted all of the Cheez Its first. And <laughs> Mike and I both looked at each other like, well, these are good because they yeah. have like an onion, like almost like an onion powder kind of a flavor to them, like more of a savoriness. They're like, oh, OK. All right. We we can <laughs> we can get on board with the uh, Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its. So it was, you know, it was kind of fun. And, you know, I've got teenagers who will eat whatever really I put in know. front of them. So that's kind of nice, too. So the, the one thing I didn't research was the actual food part of it is because on the box, they say made with real cheese. If I'm eating Cheez-Its, I'm, I am going to put on blinders <laughs> to what yeah. I'm eating. <laughs> I was thinking it was one of those things like um, like the fruit snack thing where they say made with real fruit, but it's only like 1% yeah, fruit. Yeah, I'm... I'm thinking it's the same thing, but I don't know probably. how you would find out from... Uh... I don't know. I am not going to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but... Sometimes you just need to eat not real food and, yeah. um, and Cheez-Its are, are one of those things. It's kind of depressing that I had this thing. I'm saying, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write Kellogg's. They're going to love this idea. They're running with it. And they're going to totally want to support this. And no, they just. They're going to love it when we tag them on Facebook about it. Yeah, we'll have to do that when we put the show up. Thank you for joining us today on The Wonderful World of Wine. We've been your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone. To find more information about Kim, please go to her website, commonwealthwineschool.com. For more information about myself, please go to franklinlickers.com. You can find all our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. We are supported by Franklin Public Radio. You can find us on social media, on uh, Instagram at The Wonderful World of Wine, and on Twitter at Wine Education. Cheers. Bye.